0: Good evening and welcome to another edition of Folks Talkin' Sports. I am one of the co-hosts, Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Ball Review. If you're seeing us on the screen, you see Andy Yanez. How are you, sir, in the upper right corner?
1: Doing good, Chris. How are you?
0: I'm doing pretty good. Uh, lower left corner, Mr. Willie Gibson. How are you, sir, from WTG Sports? Doing
2: well, sir. How about you?
0: Pretty well. And last but not least, the youngster of the group, James Mueller sports editor of the daily cougar how are you sir
3: doing well
0: okay let's we got a a lot to discuss kick around let's go with football news first pro football news first get it out of the way it's gonna go football football and then uh and even some rice info to share deshaun watson 11 game suspension Willie Gibson, you got you had some great insights you shared. Share it again, one including the uh, the logic behind Deshaun Watson and why he wanted eleven games and not twelve.
2: Yeah, uh, um, the eleven game suspension, uh, in addition to that, a five million dollars fine, uh, donated to charity to um, educate those against uh, children against sexual assault. Uh, the reason for the eleven and not twelve is. Um, for accrual season purposes. Um, in order to get credit towards free agency, towards uh, a, a year season credit, you have to play at least six games. So the 11 is a compromise by the league allowing him to get an accrued season. Had it been 12, he would have played five games and not gotten an accrued season for the 2022 season. So that's the reason. Oh, actually, if you can look at it like this, a win for Deshaun Watson that he gets 11, that he's allowed to play six games.
0: Andy James, did y'all know that? I didn't know that. I did not. No. See Willie Gibson? That's why one reason. Another reason why you're on the show, man. You know, from V, Ohio State University. We don't hold that against you. So, but great insight there. And plus, you're big time athletics. The three of us are just trying to become uh, medium-sized, medium-time athletics at the University of Houston. So, Wild Citizen, Tony, how are you guys? Got folks chiming on YouTube who are family members from the Let's Talk Houston Rockets show. Thank you for your time and chiming in. All right. Big Ten media rights. Mm. Let's discuss that. And we can Willie, you got it. You got some more info to share. We can talk about it. Seven-year deal. One thing first. First things first. Kudos to Kevin Warren, Commissioner Kevin Warren, because it's only seven years. They get to do this again. They mean the Big Ten can go back to the negotiating table one more time before the SEC. Brilliant. Willie Gibson, you got it.
2: It's chess. As we said the other day, it's chess, not checkers. Yep. And that's what Kevin Warren's doing. He took a lot of heat, no pun intended, um, early on in his tenure, uh, canceling the season due to COVID, um, allowing the the season to be played in 2020. But kudos to him. I mean, seven-year deal. um, The conference, at minimum, at minimum, will receive 1.2 billion dollars in TV rights money from Fox. NBC as well. Fox, NBC, and now CBS has a portion of the the Big Ten as well. So the way it would go is is Fox still gets the the big noon kickoff. They get first choice of uh, their choosing of the noon kickoff. Then at 3.30, whereas it used to be the SEC on CBS, now it's the Big Ten on CBS. Now this is uh, beginning 2024. Mm-hmm. So 2024, July 1, 2024 is when it starts. Uh, so Fox at noon, CBS at 3.30, and then there's a primetime Saturday night in the Big Ten on NBC beginning in 2024. So the 8 p.m. kickoff in concert with USC and we hope UCLA. There's been some discussions with UCLA and the, and the, the California Board of Regents uh, them coming to the Big Ten, so that's still in, in discussion, but uh, NBC has a front-time package that they'll be doing for the Big Ten as well. So uh, $1.2 billion per uh, year, seven-year deal. Um, years previous, uh, Big Ten schools would uh, bring in $54.3 million per school in TV media rights as a result of this deal. That number now goes to $75 million minimum. There's some escalators in there that the seven billion dollar total of the deal could go to eleven billion if certain escalators are met at minimum seventy-five million per school for seven years.
0: And the deal is backloaded a little bit, take into account uh CBS still has a part of SEC and of course UCLA. Most likely they're gonna they're gonna join politicians. You guys tell me. Have you heard of any political figures who have blocked a move from a state school to a new conference? They've hemmed been hard about it, but have they actually made it happen? No. Nope. Anybody? No. Nope. Okay, so more than likely UCLA will be part of it. But <clears throat> we got to get into this. Andy James, get your thoughts on this as well. Commissioner uh, Warren, I think. The segment or the yeah, segment Real Sports on HBO will air on Tuesday the 23rd with uh Brian Gumble. Brian Gumble asked him a couple things. One, could he foresee paying players? Commissioner Warren said yes. Then he said he asked him, could he foresee uh getting the 20 teams? He said yes. Gentlemen, Andy, James, either one of you first take this. What are your thoughts on that about possibly going to 20 and how soon do you think that would happen?
1: It's the idea of the super conferences that we have mentioned uh, throughout all the summer that um, it seems like it's kind of an inevitability. There we go. I got that word right. Um, In terms of where things are going when it comes to college football, where it's the big 10, the sec and everyone else. And it's, it's intriguing when you look at the, the deal, um the big 10 negotiated in a way if they can add more members before the end of the contract the value for the individual schools or the total value of the deal increases correct correct yes which is another like you said well that's another chess move on the part of the big 10 where they're they're not this deal um as as eye-popping as it is with the numbers that that each member is receiving today, it also has eyes towards the future. And uh, it's, it's no secret. That's what the goal of the Big Ten is. They're looking to, um, whether it's 20, whether it's more, whether it's just under, they're still looking to continue to expand. And and they're the ones that are um, have the eyes on the future and are open for business, um, to quote the Big 12, the new Big 12 commissioner, what Brett Yarmark said.
3: James, what do you say? Yeah, I agree. I mean like both will and annie talks about this deal is geared towards the future it puts the big 10 in a nice position um especially with college athletics just how rapidly they're changing um the this was a great deal for the big 10 it seems like but then also being able to you know renegotiate like you said before the sec comes up again that that's huge and just another it's another step forward for the big 10 to put them in prime position to succeed as the uh as college athletics continues to change and just look different across the, uh, as a whole.
0: Will, what were you going to say?
2: Yeah, just real quick. uh, Somebody reached out to me on social media Friday and said, man, I hope this 75 million goes towards tuition for the general student body. And I said, well, let's talk about that. And I said, this is, again, Cessna checkers. Think about it. People don't realize is that Ohio State, I can't speak for Northwestern or Indiana, Wisconsin. But Ohio State has an endowment right now $6.8 billion. So for everyone that's worried about this $75 million from TV rights, $6.8 billion dollar endowment for the academic side. So the 75000000 million won't come near a scratch of that.
0: That's a great point. And Me, as the basketball guy, got to talk about the basketball part of this. And here we go. CBS will broadcast up to 11 regular season men's basketball games in 2023 and will carry 15, 13 of which will be conference games starting in 2024. And this is courtesy of The Athletic. CBS will still carry the Big Ten tournament and championship game. That's the men's side. And I think they will also begin carrying the women's tournament championship final. Here's an issue I think could be an issue Peacock, streaming platform, NBC streaming platform, will stream 32 regular season men's basketball games, 20 conference games in 23 24, and 47 games, 32 which will be conference games from 24 25 onward, as well as the Big Ten tournaments. Open night, a double hitter. Peacock will also stream 30 regular season women's games, 20 conference games per year in 2023, 2024. Fellas, how many people are going to, how many Big Ten fans, basketball fans, are going to watch those games on Peacock?
2: A lot. A lot. You think so? Absolutely. Absolutely. James,
0: Andy?
1: Well, if I was a big Big Ten fan, I would have the ability to be able to watch it with uh, Peacock. Uh, But I agree with Will. I think it depends on the – when it comes to the stream platforms, it's certainly going to appeal to a lot more of the – uh, diehard of the fan bases, which you know, it doesn't matter where the game's on, they're going to find a way to be able to watch it on whatever platform is necessary, and I agree with Will. I think there'll be a good, significant portion of fans that watch uh, the games on Peacock now. Obviously, I, I don't expect to be like anywhere near close to the linear networks, but it, it, it should be an
3: impressive amount. James? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have enough information to know, but just based on Big Ten fan bases um, and just the way they travel, the level of support, Um, they show their schools. I imagine that, um, I mean, the streaming on Peacock won't be an issue of drawing in viewership.
0: All right, next Fox and FS1 will carry a minimum of 45 regular season men's basketball games per year, while the Big Ten Network will carry a minimum of 126 men's games per year, including airing the four games of the quarterfinals of the Big Ten men's basketball tournament. Okay, a lot, Mr. Gibson and Andy. A lot. How will that compare to when the games were on ESPN, ESPN two, et cetera?
2: Well, yeah. Well, linear is definitely going to always, no pun intended, trump that. But um, I know a Peacock monthly subscription right now is four ninety five. So. There it is. There it is. Tony said it. So I can see a multitude of Big Ten fans for the price of a Starbucks coffee signing up for Peacock and watching a November matchup between Indiana and Belmont um, University. They just will,
3: James. Well, I, I had a question. So you said it's four ninety five, right? Yes, right? Is that just like month by month or is that like locked into a... Um, per month. Okay. Then, yeah, I don't, I mean, that makes it pretty simple because what, four or five months that people will rent, that's, you know, 20, 25 bucks that they're spending a year. That's nothing to most of these people. So um, I didn't realize the prices were that low for a month. So, um, yeah. Yeah, this is not, Peacock is not Flow of sports.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Flow Sports. Uh, Flow Sports is like thirty bucks a month.
2: Uh, what's what's Flow Sports? I'm not for me.
0: <laughs> well, see, there we go. There. It's a streaming platform. It's one of the first streaming platforms. Um, okay. Big East women's basketball has a lot of their games on there. Um, but it also streams a lot of sports, Olympic sports, wrestling. Uh, track and field. I mean a lot of a lot of lot of sports that are for not um, major conferences okay but when I used to have it and let me say it's thirty dollars per month or you can get it annually for 150 something like that 150 I think so yeah because you save 210 dollars if you get it annual so yeah and for example will James and Andy flow sports will show? Or does show a lot of the women's basketball uh, pre-conference multi-team events, like UH women's basketball is going to be in uh, the Saint Pete Showcase in Florida, Saint Petersburg, Florida. That'll be on Flow Sports in November around Thanksgiving. So, but thirty bucks for a month to watch two days of women's basketball. You know, that's trust me. I've heard for a couple years now, fans of women's college basketball, what in the hell are you kidding me? Because I think last season, two seasons ago, one of the tournaments had a matchup of like UConn and South Carolina, okay, in a, comp- a multi team event, on flow sports. Fans are like, I'm not paying $30 just to watch. UConn, South Carolina, okay? So there are, you know, good and bad issues with it. And also the broadcast quality is not great. They do have the one of the tournaments I saw last season. And every so often I do get um, a media pass, not all the time, unfortunately, where they have like the students uh, do the announcing, student crews, communication majors doing the games. So sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not. Camera angles, they may have three cameras. So mid-court and then baselines. That's kind of it. Not many commercials. Halftime is, is one long logo of Flow Sports. <laughs> That's it, okay? <laughs> so it's up to you if you want to do that. But we'll see how you know, Peacock is, like I said, prices is much better than flow sports. Um, I think big ten, maybe hockey or something like that is part of flow sports. Now you get subscription, subscription to it, you get all the other sports too. So baseball, boxing, volleyball, track, softball. So there's a flow, there's a flow, basketball, flow hoops, flow football, etc. So you get all those as well, not just if you wanted to watch one. You know, basketball, you get every other sport too. So, it's a question of what you want, what you're going to pay. So, I'm surprised that it's still around, honestly, because the price points are so high. But hey, they're still around. They announced some deals with uh, Division two conferences um, last week. So, keep that in mind, Mr. Gibson. Yes, sir. You have touched on it a few times. I think James has as well about UH Athletics giving updates the um, Houston Rise fundraising campaign. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Uh, case in point, now I think James, had finally done that, but case in point, August 17th, Rice Athletics announced a record-breaking fundraising fiscal year. Fiscal year 2022, which ended on July 31st, Rice has moved more than ha- halfway past its $100 million campaign goal. They've raised $56 million since their announcement of joining the American last year, last summer. So 56 million toward $100 million. Okay. All right. Nearly 1900 donors contributed $19.3 million in the, in the fiscal year. So this is all in the press release price had already had $40 million in commitments. And they got additional donations, but you know, commitments to reach the $56 million toward the campaign goal ending fiscal year 2022. So now this coming season for 22-23, they are 44 million remains to reach their goal. Mr. Gibson, are updates like that what you're referring to for you youth athletics?
2: So much, yes. Yes.
3: James, you agree? Andy, you agree? Was that did they just provide that update like once per fiscal year or was it Well they announced this on Wednesday. So
0: I saw it. I'm not sure how often they make the updates. I'm not sure about that.
3: I mean something like that. I'd prefer like if you reached it like you know a quarterly <laughs> or monthly, something like that. But yeah, something like that.
0: Now I Are will say I will say guys that I get emails from Rice. For all the sports, unlike my alma mater, <clears throat> but I digress. Okay, Andy, what were you going to say?
1: I was going to say, uh, uh, gave an update. Uh, I believe it was this past Tuesday when um, Hogerson spoke to reporters when they announced a new. Um, and actually, I can't remember. It might be two weeks. These these days are are kind of all coming. Uh, together, but when they announced one of the, I believe it was a five million dollar mm-hmm. donation, um, and the, the name of the family is sleeping in my mind. But when Tushy they announced that, Rusty the, Pennick, there you go. Oh, the the Pinnocks, they have they're the I barely realized that they're the ones that have the uh, name on the Fertita Center uh, court. Uh, yes, correct? sir. Correct. Yeah. Got so it. Um, when they announced their donation, uh, they did give an update that they had surpassed thirty million. Uh, of the initial 150 million dollar um, goal that they had set out, so they're about 20 uh, percent of the way. or now over 20 percent of the way uh, when it comes to the the rise campaign that kicked off just over two months ago.
0: And and Will uh, James and I know that Andy has contributed about 20 20 million toward that 30 million.
2: Right?
0: So, yeah. That's so what Tony. I said. Right, Tony and Y Citizen, you guys on YouTube. And he's banking like that. So. Oh,
1: I'm, not, I'm not even close.
0: <laughs> All right, but yeah, I just wanted to tie that in. Some rice news so folks don't say, y'all only talk about Houston athletics. Why don't you talk about somebody? Well, there you go. Mission accomplished. And we'll do so more in the future. Press on, on that. Guys, <clears throat> Houston Cougars men's basketball announced this afternoon. Mr. Gibson. Mm-hmm. You got a player entering the transfer portal Oh, Kieron Powell, James, what are your thoughts when you saw the, the uh, email press release?
3: It didn't surprise me at all. To be honest, I thought he was, he would have transferred earlier in the summer. Um, I did not think he was going to stick around just because he probably still wouldn't have seen the court much this, this year it would have been, you know, mop up duty uh, minutes, you know, um, and, He's he sat out. This was his third year with the program. Um, He hasn't had any significant playing time or anything. Um, So I think I mean, it didn't surprise me at all um, that, you know, he wants an opportunity to play. Um, So, yeah. Andy? Well, same, same thoughts
1: as, as James. And I was looking at the, the UH men's basketball website, and, man, they are quick. He is no longer on the roster when it comes to the 2022-23 20, season. Um, but yeah, like James said on all the points, he's been here since the 2020-21 season, hasn't been really able to get on the floor on a consistent basis. And uh, really, it, it kind of seemed like the writing was on the wall when uh, they officially announced that that they had um, been able to get to transfer um Darius Bowser, I believe Correct. that that his name. And then obviously, of course, it already seemed like he was going to be behind the eight ball when it came to Reggie Cheney and, and uh, Jawan Roberts, who kind of had solidified their roles this past season. So uh, with the addition of Bowser, it kind of seemed like you know, he was stuck, um, you know, once again, kind of playing fourth fiddle to, to the Cougars as starting a center front front court rotation. Um, and you know, at the end of the day, the, it was interesting how in, in the news release, um, it was relatively short, and it, they did include a statement from Calvin Sampson where they wished him uh, the best of luck in all his future um, endeavors wherever he, he goes.
0: Yeah, here's a quote. Here's, here's a quote. We wish Kieran the best in the next chapter of his life, end quote. Mr. Mm-hmm. Gibson. <laughs> okay. Now, the press release says it cites or references that Kieran left the program for personal reasons and will enter the transfer portal. So don't know what those those personal reasons are, but wishing the best of luck. I could be cynical and say something along the lines of you don't buy into the culture, you don't buy in. Bye. He didn't buy in, apparently. So he's gone. So Anybody out there watching on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, it's not a big loss. Trust me, it's not a big loss. And as Andy referenced when Coach Sampson touched on it about um, potentially adding to the front court depth, and then the next day they signed Darius Bowser. Coach Sampson is not surprised by Keiron Powell in a transfer portal. You guys who follow the program, men's basketball fans, coach sampson ain't a rookie okay this, this ain't his first year it's not his first rodeo so none of the nobody out there i don't have seen it yet but you know some fans whoa is me well no none of that none of that okay Kieran. good luck to you young fella okay good luck to you your next your next your next place on to the next mr gibson mr mueller mr Giannis. Mm-hmm. i got some news to share for you mr gibson please August 18th, two things happened on August 18th. I'm not sure if Andy or James knew about this one. But the uh, NTA Men's Final Four and the Houston Local Organizing Committee launched a class for select students at Houston Baptist University, Rice University, Texas Southern, and U of H. It's called the Business of Major Sporting Events, and it'll be taught at the ION which is a sweet place. If y'all haven't been there yet, it's, it's nice. I
1: have been there. It is, re- it is a really nice place. It's
0: very nice. To teach a class spanning two semesters, which will provide students with a unique first of its kind format that combines classroom experience and field work, focusing on the planning surrounding the men's final four, which we all know will take place in H-Town the spring of 2023. I was there at the press conference, glad to be there. Uh, one of Rice women's basketball players, Ashley Austin, who interned this summer with the organized committee. She spoke for a few minutes. And Well, we're, we're old heads. I'm not sure how the youngsters think about this. They might, might've thought the same, like Ashley. I spoke to her before everything started. And I asked her, I said, Ashley, you know, I see you speaking today. She said, yeah. And I said, did you uh, let your coach know? no i didn't i guess i should have huh <laughs> I was like, wow. yeah she was kind of a big deal you know oh well um maybe i should have okay well no big deal who's he gonna let you play for Who? huh she plays for rice <laughs> rice university oh. one of their best players too <laughs> so.
2: wow they're like a s.i.d or
0: she didn't tell him either <laughs> so i was like okay Ashley," but i did post on twitter some of her comments And SID and the coach did retweet it. So, (laughs) okay. Wow. Young generation, I'm not sure, James, you'd have done the same thing and not told your coach about your speaking engagement. I don't know, but that that kind of surprised me. Anyway, (laughs) okay. Now the bigger news. Mr. Gibson? Yes. UH Athletics announced a partnership with Shipley Donuts. Shipley Donuts, yes. A multi-year partnership that will establish Shipley as the official coffee, donut, and cold brew of the Houston Cougars. It's the largest partnership of its kind in Shipley's history. It's a multi-year collaboration, and the partnership also advances with the Houston Rise campaign, which 50% of the investment will be dedicated to the construction of the Cougars Football Operations Center. Thoughts on that? Anybody?
1: Yeah, I'll go first. I think that's a that's a really uh, sweet sweet deal. Uh, no pun intended for the Houston Cougars, um, especially when you you that last point you mentioned in terms of how it's going to go and and help to the Houston Rise campaign. And um, you look at a lot of um kind of the the branding that's not going to be available at TDCU camp uh TCU's, TDCU stadium and the Fertitta center uh when it comes to Shipley's donuts I believe I, if I remember correctly that they're going to start offering um some some Shipley's offerings at at the stadiums correct or correct. am I am I just correct. okay correct. I, I did remember reading that from the news release, and and again, it's something that that we've touched on, and we should a uh, segue if Dunkin' Donuts or Krispy Kreme wants to be the official donut of folks talking sports, they should uh hit up my man Chris Gardner, <laughs> um, or if Shipley's wants to carry the carry the torch, um, but yeah, I think that's a monumental deal, and it, it's a it's a step in the right direction. Just you can never have too many deals when it comes to um. A, branding. Obviously, it's good to have the official anything of the Houston Cougars. And, and two, that it does, they found a way to get it to contribute to the Houston Rise, which I think is pretty huge, in, in my opinion.
0: Two comments, James, and I'll let you have at it. One, I've never had the Shipley coffee. I'm not a coffee drinker. But if anybody has, Tony's not too thrilled with the coffee, but loves them <laughs> donuts. Okay? Our citizen Bye. says Shipley has the best donuts in the U.S., well, you gotta you gotta come down you you do have to come down to your man one time and, and just right. spend time with us and try donuts as well. In yep. to other things, you know. But they are good. good. They All are right. really good. James, what are your thoughts on the arrangement, the partnership?
3: Yeah, I mean Andy hit most of the main points just getting a big brand like that is great for the university as a whole and we've touched on it on this show before just how uh has to move away from just relying on you know the older rich alums to provide all the support so this is a good start um you know like like you said and like it's been made clear in the comment section you know everyone's familiar with shipley's it's i mean it's just an easy easy way to go so uh uh i think it's a great deal and you know, incorporating the products into uh, the stadium is also, you know, an, another great way. And like Andy said, you know, it, it's just an, an, another avenue opened up to, you know, pour money into the Houston Rise campaign. So it's a it's a positive step for the University of Houston Athletic Department.
0: Now, more news to share for you from U-Rates Athletics. It's a busy week. You know, football's getting close. And Andy will touch on that because we're less than two weeks now from less us Rage Cougs. But days now. August 17th, also busy day. UH announced, and the Houston-Cougar Sports Properties announced a new partnership with Tailgate Express. Mr. Gibson, for all tailgate and hospitality needs at Cougar Alley for a Houston football home games beginning this season. Fans, Ninja, Y Citizens, Tony, can choose from standard deluxe and executive experiences through the tailgate express website. Each package available has different levels of service amenities and hospitality options that will create the ultimate game day tailgating experience for fans.
3: Thoughts on that gentlemen. I mean, one of the first things you notice like outside of TDCU stadium is Most of the only tailgate places are like frats and sororities, so um, you know being able to provide options for fans, alums, whatever um, is definitely a great deal. It'll all be interesting to see like how well they do, just because we've we've mentioned on the show countless times how football struggles with attendance. Um, So we'll see, you know, how well these packages do and if these they encourage, you know, more people to come out because you get more of a true game day atmosphere, which has been lacking at UH in football. Um, just you know, being able to have these setups, you know, go for the game, grill out, do whatever, and then go watch the game and go hang out after. So yeah, I think I mean it's another we've all agreed that UH needed some sort of new tailgating option. We've talked about things uh at Cincinnati, I sent something from West Virginia a couple weeks ago. There's there's been I mean, you see it all over the country, and UH has been lacking that. So um, it's definitely another uh, nice addition, I'll, I'll, I, like I said, but I'll just be interested to see how well it actually does and if it does draw more people out to the stadium. Andy?
1: Absolutely. Like uh, how James said, um, in terms of it, it'll it be kind of wait and see to see how much of that buy-in is. Um, when you look at the prices, I believe the cheapest one, if we're looking at just a standard package for, and kind of interesting that, that the three teams that were the cheapest were Temple Tulane and, and Tulsa, uh, the three T's. but it was, they hovered around $500 just for the standard package. And it goes up all the way to, I believe close to 1600 um, for the, the executive package that they, they termed. Um, but I think once again, it's another step in the right direction, just having those flexible options out there um, and, and, at the end of the day, you have to kind of set the infrastructure in place before. Um, now it's up to, to UH fans to be able to buy in now. Uh, the promotion of it, that's another
0: aspect of it. Will, the do, do, the do Buckeyes partner with uh, Tailgate Express or something like that, similar up there?
2: No, no. That was the one thing. I, I researched this after I saw your post. Um, now, yes, you can um, secure the tailgate spot. You you know provide your own amenities, real beverages, food, what have you. But you no, know, there's no uh, organization or company that provides uh, White linen service uh, for tailgating. Can
3: I add one more thing. Yes, sir. I was gonna say one thing. <clears throat> I wonder about just like o- with the overall success is. I assume I looked at the website. I anyone can buy a package, right? Yes. Like so, like next year, if uh fans don't show up, is it going to be Cougar alleys? The team, the uh team, walks through before the game, but is it going to be ba- a bunch of Baylor people buying that package? TC like Big Twelve like that's a another thing. Like,
0: <clears throat> Not, well, uh, well, that's a good question. The link in the press release because Tailgate Express does partner with other schools as well, but it's tailgate expresscom dot com forward slash uh. So. We'll see if Baylor fans or other fans go to that link and do it. That's a good question, James. I don't know. But I got it here. Standard package. Each package, you get a reserved tailgate space at Cougar Alley. Standard, a up to 10 guests. Deluxe, up to 20 guests. Executive, up to 40 guests. Standard, you get one 10 by 10 tent, high peak tent. Deluxe, one 10 by 20. Executive one one twenty by twenty high peak tent, standard five tailgate chairs, deluxe ten tailgate chairs, executive fifteen tailgate chairs, standard one eight foot table with linen, deluxe two eight foot tables with linens, and executive three eight foot tables with linens. Standard one one hundred twenty quart cooler with ice, uh, limited to forty pounds of ice. Deluxe two. Uh, two cocktail tables with linens as well as two 120 quart coolers with ice executive is three tables with linens and three 120 quart coolers with ice uh, standard one 35 gallon trash can with liner that's the same for all three levels standard has one personalized sign same for all three, three levels and each has access Mr. Gibson to bell hop service
2: okay now bellhop service. I'm just thinking. I was. I, I. I didn't realize when I read it. Now as I'm hearing you read it back, I'm thinking. Okay, that's great. Tables, chairs, ice coolers, great. Is there a meal involved in this, or is that the bellhop service? Or,
0: uh, I think that's well that's a good question. I think you you bring your own. That's a good question. Um, Each level as a media and power package uh, includes an elevated 42 inch HD TV satellite service and generator okay okay and then um pricing media package per game is 600 bucks for the season is a little less than three grand for the season uh tent with the fan generator three hundred fifty dollars and then extra chairs bundle of five uh one bundle is 50 two bundles 100 Three bundles is 150 Those prices, I think, are, are the same for each of the three tiers. And on, honestly, Tailgate Express, UH, y'all should pay Folks talking Sports for mentioning this so long in detail. But just toss it out there. You know, anyhow. But, gentlemen, you see that right there? Ooh. got a viewer from London, UK. Another uh, supporter, viewer of the Let's Talk Houston Rockets. He just says, we can call him Al P. Because I tried to pronounce the name right there. And he said, this, Chris, just call me Al P. I said, okay. <laughs> so, but thank you for tuning in to Folks Talkin' Sports. Not much Rockets talk today. Might get something at the end of the end of this show. Andy, you want to try your look at the predicting wins the losses for the Rocket schedule now that it's come out? Try it again?
1: We can try it again. I was way off last season. I had picked <laughs> them going 31, winning 31 games. And... Uh, Chris, you were much much closer than I was.
0: So we can might, might do that, but Delio right there—that's another new name. you See, folks are tuning—you know, tuning in. We appreciate it. Thank you very much for watching the show. Okay, <clears throat> last Sunday. Sunday. Thank you. We appreciate this comment very much. We appreciate the support. We really do. Thank you. Tune in again, and I'll if you haven't watched Saturdays. Let's talk like Houston Rockets. Check it out. Because he did a little, little bit of a breakdown of predictions for the November Rockets schedule. Rockets got 10 of their first 13 games on the road. 10 of the first 13. That is the going to the team. That is the most road games to start a season in the history of the NBA. Wow. So, man, I don't know what Coach Silas did to warrant that. But yeah, flip it around, of course. December will be much better. But ten of your first thirteen games for a young team on the road, woo boy. So there we go with that. All right, I think we're good. We might have a surprise guest, assuming technical issues don't pop up, which they happen all the time here. But if she does, <clears throat> Mr. Gibson, you we're in for a treat. Okay. So we'll, we'll see if she's able to pop in and do it. She's a college student like James is, so she should have some intelligence. Andy is recent UH grad, so he's smart, too, as some of his commercials and things that he's put together indicate. They're much smarter than me, Will. I'm not going to say they're much smarter than you, but they're much smarter than me. So, <clears throat> Okay. I think that's all the news that I had for us to share off the top of my head. James, Andy um you wait and there she is let's see it miss layla blair junior guard for the houston cougars women's basketball team how are you lady
4: i'm great how are you guys
0: doing pretty well thank you very much for doing this kind of short notice kind of a surprise guest for you to pop on here on the show james i think you were part of the press conference the coach we had friday right yeah, Andy, I think you've seen it. Correct, Coach Ronald Huey, Layla's head coach, talked about Layla being a vocal leader and improving her leadership skills. First, Layla, what were your thoughts when you heard those comments?
4: Um, it was an honor. Honestly, Uh I really appreciate anybody that has any like great words to say about me. I'm very thankful and grateful for that because I don't take it for granted. It's a blessing, man. To be thought of in, like, a high regard. So, I'm blessed, man. I'm thankful for it. It was awesome to hear.
0: Now, I don't know, because I didn't post it. I don't know if Andy or James did or other colleagues. Coach Huey also said, you should be the AAC preseason player of the year. (laughs) Thoughts on
4: that? Man, he he knows what I'm already thinking, man. Uh, The goal in mind. So... Like I said, like I say all the time, you know, I don't put no limit on myself. It's as far as God want to take me with it this year, as far as the accolades or and whatever. The end goal that I want over anything is to be a champion. So whether that's AAC um, champion or, you know, the champion in the NCAA tournament. So, yeah, but that's he already knows where I'm at with that. And I appreciate him for believing in me.
0: What have you worked on uh, this summer basketball wise?
4: man everything everything i think it's everything touching up on everything as far as you know like my skill set with dribbling you know picking my spots um shooting shooting on the move shooting off the dribble um creating shots off like on the ball off the ball so um it's just touching up on everything as far as that and not only that you know uh Making strengths in different areas as far as, you know, my agility so I can play defense, be a lockdown defender. So I think everything applied, you know, just getting in great shape. And not only that, you know, sharpening up my skills because you can never stop doing that. You can never stop growing in those areas. So just continue to work on everything, dribbling, ball handling, um, shooting, like I said, all different types of shots. And just getting ready, man.
0: Andy, James, you got any questions for Miss Blair?
3: Yeah, I can go. Um, Layla, uh, Coach Huey, when you talked to us the other day, said that you were one of the players that have been able to capitalize on a lot of NIL stuff. Could you just talk to us about that and just sort of what that's meant to be able to, you know, uh, I mean, when you're in college, take advantage of this, you know, new era of college sports where you're able to use these NIL opportunities to, you know, uh, capitalize on just the use of your image?
4: Yes, yes. I'm actually glad that you asked about that because – it's been nothing but, you know, a blessing, honestly, uh, for me, just having the opportunity to use my name and image and likeness and brand myself, because that's something that I've always wanted to as- at least aspire to do. So, like, to be in this position, to be able to, you know, monetize off my, you know, my image and my brand and who I am is a blessing. But not only that, being able to impact people through my brand Um that's my biggest thing. Um, I I'm I'm thankful for NIL in that sense because I can actually you know brand my use my brand to actually touch and impact lives in a in a great way. And we all know like money is involved in that, regardless in whatever you do. So um, it's a blessing. But the real impact about it all is being able to you know touch lives through my brand and being able to brand myself to where I can be a positive, you know. Uh, like for other athletes across the world that may want to come into this or are doing it right now, so um, just those two things has been great as far as being able to have this opportunity, as far as NIL, um, being able to pack impact people, but not only that, you know, being able to show others that you know they can do it as well, but not only just do it, but do it for off the firm of their beliefs and who they are, which, you know, my, my, what I stand firm on and that's my faith. So I try to inspire all, you know, athletes across the world that are Christians that you can glorify God through your name and your likeness. So, um, yeah, I appreciate it a lot.
0: Layla, who, plug the company, plug the sponsors, plug some of your folks.
4: Um, so I do have Eat Flavorly. That is they're like a meal prep company um they do uh meal preps like different meals and they're like um convenient meals where you can um pop in the microwave um for a certain amount of minutes um i have you faith and they're a faith-based you know nil deal um as far as for christian athletes christian you know basketball players it's you faith hoops and just Giving uh, Christian athletes a platform to really, you know, show, you know, their faith to others and being able to live boldly in that. So that was that's a blessing as well. Um, Who else? I actually have another one um, with uh, NFT. Um, I haven't done it. I haven't dropped it yet. So I can't give you too many details on that. So I have to still get some run some details with just them on that as far as the NFT, but I should be having, doing something with the NFT. As far as that, for my name, image and likeness, uh, the company for that is Digital Dope. Um,
0: stop, stop right there, pause right there.
4: <clears throat> yeah.
0: I'm gonna need you, James and Andy, am I speaking for you Will, to help me with NFTs because i read about it <laughs> and it is still not getting through my old bald head. So I'm I'll going speak. to need the young speak. folks to help me with that.
2: Speak for me as well.
0: Okay. So good luck to that. And when you announced that, yes. I, mean, I read some of it. It's still one ear and out the other. I'm just like, okay. okay. So when that's announced, I look forward to you having a class on that for old folks like me. But go ahead and continue.
4: Yeah. So you want me to explain the NFT or just continue? Oh, no, no,
0: no, no. no. That's later on. That's later on.
4: That's okay, yeah. okay. Okay. But, um, another one is i actually go do a photo shoot for them this tuesday and that's uncle funky's daughter it's a hair product so i'm supposed to be doing that and i think i'm doing it with another athlete i don't know who exactly so i don't just want to name names so okay um but yeah that's a hair product for like you know women uh it's it's especially for like you know uh thick thick hair and stuff like that it's a hair product it's pretty cool um Based out of uh, based on you know the South, um, it's a company that's you know been around for a long time, so it's it's really cool, honestly. Um, other than that, that's about it, honestly. That I can really just say that's been you know kind of solidified in some way. Oh, also I have grind. It's I'm doing a campaign with grind basketball and uh, I'm supposed to be partnering with them. And it's a campaign with bringing more awareness to women's sports. So I'm supposed to be doing that soon too. So yeah, I think those are the main ones right now. Andy, got any questions
0: for Layla Blair?
1: Yeah, Layla kind of following up um, the theme here when it comes to what Ron Huey said um, this past week. But one of the things that he's mentioned throughout is, um, really the way that Houston likes to run their offense is much more of a player oriented system that um, in his words, uh, a lot of his players they, they like to be in the system they feel like they're involved and um, it, it allows it gives players the ability to be able to share the role. I'm just curious uh, from your perspective what has it been like uh, playing under Ronald Huey for for the last few seasons and is there anything you're excited for uh, going forward upcoming uh, this is going to be the last year in the American Athletic Conference.
4: Yeah, man. Great question. Honestly, it's been a, it's been a heck of a ride. I'm thankful. I'm blessed for it because he's actually been able to, you know, bring the best out of me and, Just different ways, like, I would say just pushing me, you know, past my limits, putting me in areas where I have to, you know, really grow out of it, you know, putting me in uncomfortable positions to where I have to elevate to that next level. So I'm grateful and thankful for that, for these past two years that I've been under. And, you know, uh, I really just, I respect anybody that pushes me and wants the best for me. So even though sometimes it can feel like, you know, I don't know if he's really doing this for the best of me, but... At the end, when I see you know myself excelling and you know propelling to being the best that I can be in a in a great way and in front of other people, I see like this this is why you know he was doing this. This is why you know he was able to you know put me in these positions so that in this moment I can show up and I can show who I was. So I'm thankful for it. He's been a, a great help. So I'm excited because um, I've been under him for two years, so I have built that trust with him. So um, just being able to continue to build, you know, on our relationship as far as, you know, him being able to trust me and me being able to trust him, honestly, because it's, it's been a ride just with that, um, building that trust and just, you know, that bond and that relationship to where, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a, you know, a point guard, combo guard. So I have to be able to have that line of communication with him because if I don't, it won't be able to show up on the court as far as me being able to lead my teams. Uh, lead my team as far as in in that regard. If I'm not, you know, uh, being led in a great way by him, so uh, definitely th- thankful and grateful for him. Just pushing me and being able to, you know, help me to become the best that I.
0: Well, again, do you have any questions for Layla?
2: I do. Uh, first thing, uh, Layla, I want to thank you for joining us. A uh, very impressive young lady. My first opportunity to to interact with you. So you're very very impressive. Um, you mentioned. Your, your leadership as a point guard, combo guard, what did it mean to you as a sophomore to be named team captain?
4: Man, I'm honored. <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm so grateful. And I don't, like I said, I don't take stuff like that lightly because just to have my, my teammates and my coaches to see me as, you know, a leader, a captain, to be able to have that voice, you know, uh, to be able to have that that. That voice on the team, um, it's major, and I, I'm very thankful for it because at the end of the day, if I don't have their support, I don't have the confidence. in them, they don't have confidence in me. It it won't work out. I won't be able to be the best player that I can be if I don't have their full support, and if you know, vice versa. So I think just being able to be named a captain um, from as as a sophomore was a blessing. It was definitely a blessing, and you know, being named a captain this year going to my junior so uh like i said i'm thankful and i thank my teammates and just give me the opportunity to you know be a captain honestly
0: how if you know off top of your head how many of your teammates also have nil deals
4: honestly i don't know um too much on that um Right now, honestly, because I don't want to just say anything. It's okay. So, yeah, I don't really know too much on that.
0: How how have you guys looked so far in, in summer workouts, your new teammates, and, you know, what are your thoughts on them?
4: Man, I think it's a great group of girls that's coming in. Um, just with the pieces that we've added, um, they're hungry. You know, they love basketball. They're committed to the sport. So if you have some other players that want to hoot, that want to win it's always going to be great like I said I don't put no limits on the season on what we can do we you know shooting for the stars and beyond that so uh just be on the lookout for us we locked in the summer has been great you know just the training and us preparing we look great everybody's locked in and it's a journey it's gonna be its up it's gonna have its ups and downs but the, the great thing about it we're building that chemistry we're building that bond, that bond. so us being able to be together and to be, you know, tight as, you know, a family, a group, um, a sisterhood, you know, can't nobody break that. Can't nobody get in between that. So we're going to just continue to, you know, cultivate that environment, that culture to where we build a, you know, family oriented, but not only just family oriented, but a winning culture and some, uh, a a championship culture and a champion, that champion type identity for us all. So, uh, Yeah, it's been great. Honestly, I would just say, you know, tune in. Tune in. Definitely tune in.
0: Any last questions from uh, Andy, James, or Will for Layla Blair? I have one more,
1: um, and, and this is kind of like a peek behind the curtain. So this is actually uh, kind of convenient that both you and James are current UH students are wearing red on, on this episode. But obviously, you guys are going to go back to classes this upcoming week. I'm curious, from a, from a student-athlete perspective, what is that first week like when uh, you guys got to go back to classes? But obviously, of course, you guys have kind of been in, in on campus uh, a while just in terms of the, the workouts. What, what is that transition uh, usually like? That's something you don't hear often from from the student-athlete perspective.
4: Um I think it's you know everybody you know going into fall going into your classes a lot of athletes just I would say for as far as coming from you know women's basketball being a basketball player as far as we I always anticipate the season so when we start those fall classes all we got on our minds really like the season about to start this is prep time it's go time now cuz practice is about to start in September um man it's just I think I me personally this is this is how i think you know going into classes i'm locked in as far as you know with my academics and everything because i know like if i'm not excelling in a class i won't be eligible as far as when it comes to season time so i think it's just a whole different type of mindset that you go into you know this fall semester with because you got to lock in on the athletic side and the academic side so um it's it's amazing because you know, I, I I love this. This is my passion, so um, I embrace it all, honestly. But really, anticipating, you know, the season and you know everything that comes with that.
0: James, will any final questions for Layla?
3: I'm good.
2: Yeah, one. Um, everything that you do, we talked about classes starting this week and NIL responsibilities, basketball. How do you how do you prioritize? How do you balance as a woman of faith? student-athlete, how do you balance?
4: Um, my motto, man, GFI, God first in everything. If I keep him the number one priority, everything else going to take care of itself. And I won't sit here and act like, you know, when it's on my own accord, I can be able to manage the things that I'm juggling by myself. No, this is by the strength of God. And he's leading me in his divine wisdom that he's given me to just be able to have this, platform just to have these you know resources that I have and being able to you know uphold it because at the end of the day he's upholding me that's why I'm able to uphold the things that I have so um I'd be crazy to not say you know me keeping you know God first and everything doesn't play a role in it but that definitely which it really does it's main thing
2: and that's why I
4: actually this that actually is my brand that is basically who I am I I live by that motto and uh I guess I want it to show to people like when they just with the question you asked me, you know, just having this opportunity right here, just to tell you. So I'm thankful for that. Thank you for asking. <laughs>
2: Absolutely,
0: Layla, thank you very much for taking time out of your busy schedule to uh, oh, be, on, be on the show.
4: Thank you for having me, man. Thanks for the invite.
0: And uh, we'll see you this season. So you take care, right? Thank you, you Layla.
4: Thank you, guys. Have a blessed day.
0: You too. You too. You as well. All
4: right. (coughs) Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. All right. Uh, That was great. And I didn't want to ask her about it, but it looked like she had some photo shoot equipment behind her, like the lighting and the umbrella and stuff. And I was like, she might be doing something right now that she took time out to join us. So thank you very much for that. Really appreciate it. All right. And comments from y Citizens and Tony appreciated her are great answers. And all on top of all that, she can hoop too.
4: <laughs> okay,
0: mm-hmm. so she's a great person off the court and a very good basketball player on the court. Okay, Willie Gibson, yes, sir. any final comments from you before we wrap it up on this additional Folk Talking Sports?
2: Uh great get by you, man. You never cease to amaze. That was that was phenomenal. She's impressive. Like I said, I meant that. I, I I've heard of her. I've never had the interaction with her. Super impressive. I'll definitely be paying attention more uh this season. All
0: right, folks. How can folks appreciate that, sir? You are Willie Gibson. How can folks interact with you on social media, sir?
2: Oh, uh, they can find me on Twitter and Instagram at, at Will Gibson7. Um Will Knows on Facebook. Uh, WTGSports.com and be on the lookout for that because we're in a revamping stage and uh, things are coming. Stay tuned.
0: And I wonder, sir, could one of those things be something that uh, Mr. AJ talked with me about as well?
2: I don't know what he talked to you about but things are coming.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. Andy Yanez. How can folks interact with you, sir, on social media?
1: For sure, they can follow me on Twitter at Aon as underscore five. Please be sure to subscribe to PodSlime and Gemon wherever you listen to your podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcast, or on YouTube at the Clark City Control Room uh YouTube account. Be sure to subscribe and like all our episodes and stay posted for Let's Rage Cougs, like we mentioned during the show. Now under 13 days uh for that September 3 kickoff, and that will be right here on the Houston Round Bar Review, uh shortly after the conclusion of Houston UTSA that kicks off um, September 3rd, so exciting football season is here, and like you say, Chris, once football season rolls around, the year kind of kind of uh it feels like time kind of speeds up once football season starts.
0: James, before I come to you, man, this just popped in my head when Andy touched on the football team. <clears throat> Dennis Dodd, CBS Sports, I think it was today. Writers discussed the AAC teams overrated, underrated. Dennis Dodd. He listed the Cougs as being underrated. Okay, he said. I'm paraphrasing, James. I want you to comment on this first because you got you vote. You know, part of the poll for the college writers. He said, if the Cougs win at Texas Tech, they could go 12 and 0 and be the AAC's version this year of Cincinnati last year.
3: Thoughts on that? I mean. It's true that they'll have the same record as Cincinnati, but, <laughs> I mean, there's going to be two loss Big 12, SEC, Big 10 teams that are above them because just the strength of schedule. Um, I don't see, even if they go 12-0, and 0, unless they win every game by 50 points where they're just blowing out completely and flexing their muscle, then I don't see a path to the college football playoff.
0: Andy?
1: No, like James said, it uh, they'll have the same record. Uh, I don't. Almost zero chance that they end up being in the top four in the college football playoff. And um, I can't remember which graphic. It was something I saw throughout the during the week that where they broke down. The the I believe it was a new Big 12 schools and how many ranked opponents they're gonna be facing. Houston is not gonna be facing a single top twenty-five ranked opponent, at least as of the preseason poll heading into the twenty twenty-two season. So even if they can manage the sweep. And I agree, I feel like that Texas Tech game is probably gonna be uh, if not the the toughest game on the schedule, certainly second toughest, um, with at SMU um, right up there in terms of the Cougars. Um if they can be Texas Tech, that would certainly set a, a strong standard. But even if they are 12-0, I don't see them cracking the top four.
3: Yeah. New well, York Six Bowl is
2: that's the, that's the limit.
0: Yeah. Okay. Will, any thoughts on that before we wrap it up? Go back to James, <clears throat> close it out.
2: No. No. I
0: read that and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. James Mueller, how can people find you, sir, on social media?
3: Yeah, you can follow me um, at, on Twitter at JDM2186. And then all my coverage for everything related UH is on the thedailycougar.com.
0: And I'm Chris Gardner of Houston Roundball Review. Twitter, VHR Review. Houston Roundball Review on YouTube and Instagram. Thank you very much for tuning in to another edition of Folks Focus Sports. Great job by, by Andy, Will, James. Really appreciate Houston Cougars' guard, Layla Blair. Take your time out for joining us. This evening, we had one other person lined up. She was unable to join us. Maybe sometime in the future we'll get her on. I'm not going to mention her name, but we'll talk about it off air about her. But great job, as always. Tony, Y Citizens, L P from London. Thank you for tuning in. And we will see everyone, I think, next Sunday. Will, where are you for next Sunday?
2: Uh, I'm here. That's good.
0: All right. Andy?
2: No. No. Oh, oh, oh. oh. I'm traveling. I'm sorry. I won't. We'll talk. We'll talk. Okay. We'll talk. All right. We'll talk.
0: we'll talk. All right. Andy James, how about you? Should be good. Been. Okay. Thank you very much, everybody. Until. Oh, obviously, you can watch the show on YouTube at Houston Bar View and Twitter, post talking sports, but you can also listen to it on the podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple, and iHeartRadio. So do that also and like. Guys, you got to help me out. I do a poor job pumping it up, mentioning it. Hit those like buttons, hit the stars, recommended, all those good things on the audio podcast platforms. Thank you very much. As always, until next Sunday, take care. Peace.